Hello, welcome to a brand new Five Heart Live here on this uh, unusual, unorthodox Wednesday night. And if you remember last week's show, the reason we bumped it up from Thursday to Wednesday is because tomorrow night, Pinnacle Bank Arena is going to be rocking as your Nebraska Cornhusker men's basketball team hosts number six in the country, Wisconsin Badgers, number one in the Big Ten Conference. But we'll get to all of that. I'm your host, Greg Mahochko. Joining me tonight, Minnie Hunt. And uh, no, John. John mentioned earlier today he was about 75% sure he was not going to make it. Uh, but Minnie, great to see you again. Thank you so much for uh, uh, coming out of the desert in Arizona and, and joining us. I'm 100% going to be here every chance I get. <laughs> it, it was it was sketchy. We were talking before uh, we started uh, recording. It's like, I don't know. I wasn't sure that I'd be on time. And that became the, uh, what do we do? <laughs> because you're here, you're part of the show, but I don't think you have admin capabilities. I don't know if you could start the show. I um, don't know if I could, and I don't know <laughs> if anybody would want me to. <laughs> but here we are. Uh, we're here. We have a lot to talk about. And John was, I don't want to say he mandated, but I know he definitely said with a stern voice, uh, if you can imagine that to everybody in the Chatterfields tonight, joining us live wherever you are, he says, hey, we really need to keep this to an hour and a half. <laughs> mm -hmm. So uh, we will do our best, but uh, we've got some great topics as, as always, um, or I shouldn't say as always, but at least since she's been on the show, Minnie's done research and and laid out some type of, of uh, format, which is great. Um, and we have uh, early comments here from Murph Dog Brewing Company, who was first, by the way, three hours ago, said, I hate the Badgers. And Murph Dog, I hope you're here with us right now. We also uh, hate the Badgers. And mm -hmm. um, still waiting on, on that shipment of beer to arrive. Just saying. Murph Dog Brewing Company. Anyway, um, Fred says, me too. Badgers. We don't need no stinking Badgers. It's a great reference there. Um, James Boardman is here. Because he's not all there. <laughs> and Fred uh, would rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy. That is, that's a tricky one to say if you've been drinking, Minnie. I feel like we're getting <clears throat> off to a great start. <laughs> Minnie, can you say that Fred comment five times fast? I know. Okay. I don't even think I could say it once. <laughs> right. A bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy. <laughs> so that's, that's about the best I can do. Uh, as always, you, the Chatterfields, who are here with us live, uh, we appreciate you. We're excited to have you here. And I, Minnie, I guess let's just dive right okay. into it, shall we? Let's do it. Okay. We are Absolutely. going to actually. Yes, perfect. Uh, I want to start with men's basketball. Okay. I, I know women's basketball, I think, is playing right now, if they haven't they are. Uh, already finished up. Mm -hmm. And Alexis Markowski was uh, from – Earlier reports in the Slack chat room, she was uh, playing very well, and and someone suggested an All American contender potentially. Uh, but the men's basketball team is, and not to slight the ladies, but uh, they have a big one ahead of them coming up tomorrow night. As I mentioned, Pinnacle Bank Arena. It's a home game, and we know how well Nebraska defends the home court. They already knocked off number one Purdue uh, just a few weeks ago. Unfortunately, they lost the very next game, I believe, which was against Wisconsin in Madison. But now they get the Badgers at home, and uh, this is it's it's going to be 
first of all, PBA is going to be rocking. You know that. Um, but it's going to be an important test for the Huskers because I don't want to say they're necessarily like I, I saw one one prediction. I guess I said that the, they're the last one of the last four into the tournament. They still need some help on the resume. The road games certainly aren't helping right now. Um, but uh, if you can beat you know the the top team in the conference again, a top ten win at home, uh, you can really bolster that resume. Right. Yes. So they're playing. Wisconsin tomorrow night, number one ranked, um, 7.30. And Coach Hoiberg did a press conference today, which was really, I mean, he's just like gets down to it. He, well, first of all, he was asked about Juwan will hopefully be able to play tomorrow, maybe in short, short stints, he said. Um, they've had three really tough days in a row for practice. He said they're just short of using football pads. That's how <laughs> difficult they were because, I mean, he actually said, I think one of his quotes was like, we're just, we're getting out physical. So um, he's been really tough on the team and they've been practicing hard, but he said, even though they practice hard, it means nothing unless it carries over in the game, which, you know, he, he kind of, he, he sounds like he has a little chip on his shoulder. Like he's playing, you know, he's going in this game with a little bit of edge. Um, it's the first time in the season that they've had three days of prep. So wow. that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. And uh, uh, first of all, some great uh, comments here, which we're going to touch on all of them. But uh, James Borman says that Juwan Gary tweeted a smirk emoji this afternoon. So got to think that that, you know, maybe uh, – think that he's probably ready to go but in in your opinion if you're nebraska do you hold on to that see i I feel like i don't want to say it's a misstep i'm not saying that you know any twitter or x account whatever it is needs to be monitored or or i don't want to say censored but i feel like if wisconsin is perhaps game planning for no juan gary and then he happens to be dressing and ready to go i feel like not tipping you know tipping your hand a little bit, it would, would be beneficial. But, I mean, you can read a lot into a, a smirk emoji, mm-hmm. um, and that's obviously what I'm doing. But I don't know. In your opinion, it, do you hold on to that little ace up your sleeves, or, or do you do you show your cards? I mean, I, I think you do. If you're, you know, it, truly competitive, you hold on to as much information as you can. So, um, you know, and I think Coach Hoiberg, he was pretty – you know, he's like, I don't know, maybe hopefully he'll play. If he plays at all, he'll play in short stints. Like he's not revealing his hand at all. So yeah. um, Fred Sacco says that Hoiberg sounds like he's working the basketball team harder than our former HC worked the football <laughs> team. Um, and, and Scott Schrader, by the way, who commented er, er, earlier that he's here just for Fred's comments, uh, said Scott says didn't former uh, uh, HC work hard for several things. So, oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> And so let's see, we do have a couple of uh, updates for a couple of updates. Uh, MK says that women's oh, basketball did. won. Justin hey. was right after saying they uh, won. It just finished and they did win uh, beating Purdue 68 54. Uh, I'm trying to just do a quick uh, stat, but you know, I'm, I'm not going to be able to. Oh, uh, no, that didn't tell me anything. Never mind. That was useless of me. 
Okay. So I was trying to well, find out um, like how, what how many points did Alexis fi- finish out with, but uh, let's yeah. see. Oh, here we go. Um, if I find the right, if I select the right team, fourteen points. So. Um, oh wow. Darian White also had 14 points. Uh, Kendall Moriarty had 11. Jazz Shelley had 10. Natalie Potts with 11. So, um, yeah, five Husker women in double figures tonight. Uh, and Markowski, once again, doing a good job setting that tone, setting that pace. So That's awesome. Uh, Moonbot7 is here tonight. Howdy turds <laughs> is what Moonbot says. So welcome, Moonbot. So, so getting back to his um, press yes. conference, <laughs> that's okay. I just wanted to say, uh, you know, the thing that I love the most that he said was that the formula for success is two parts. It's to take care of the ball, right? No turnovers and to rebound. Okay. And to me, listening to the way he was talking about the way they lose, it's when they don't take care of the ball and when they're not rebounding. It sounded so familiar. (laughs) Honestly, it sounded identical to what Husker football does. Did it give you like a um, a PTSD? It did. It was like, wait, Don't don't say that anymore. (laughs) Change up your wording. Let there be another uh, issue. (laughs) You know, know, as we look, you know, this is a a quick stat from – uh, Big10.org, and I'm just looking here. Nebraska is bottom of the pack as far as as uh, the turnover margin. Um, so their their margin is uh, point negative point uh, one four. So um, they average. If I'm looking at this right. Eleven point four uh, turnovers per game, and they're forcing the opposition to turn the ball over 11.2. So it's almost, it's almost um, mm-hmm. zeroed out, but you know, got to when they it. lose, that's why they lose that he mm-hmm. said, you know, and that's exactly the same thing with football. So it did, think. did seem to be the, uh, the problem. So mm-hmm. uh, let's see. Checking a couple of, they're talking about uh, a Rutgers wrestling fan. Um, I don't know much about that. I do know that, well, let's finish up talking about, uh, the men's basketball team. Um, okay. as you mentioned, uh, this is the, the first time all season with three days of prep. Um, I don't, I haven't looked at Wisconsin's schedule close enough yet to see, uh, you know, where, you know, how many days it looks like they're, um, let's see where, where we got here. Here we are. Their last game was Friday. So they've had it even more. They've had almost a full week. Uh, Wisconsin has. Uh, they beat Michigan State Friday. They barely beat Minnesota uh, last Tuesday. Um, put a nice double-digit win over Indiana. So, I mean, they've played some close ones, but um, you know, it's odd when Nebraska played at Madison back on January sixth. That score was eighty-eight seventy-two. When Nebraska played Purdue, you know, on I think two days or three days prior to that and got the win at PBA. It was also 8872. So um mm. odd. Uh oh here we go. Um let's see. 
Fred says, did John spring for Greg to buy him some $7 readers from Walmart? Uh, honestly, these are, these are straight up prescription. I'm old now. Um, oh, what? you're not old now. You're not quite as old as uh, our head John? coach. Uh, that too. <laughs> uh, no, it's Matt Rule's 49th birthday today. Yeah, he's got me by a few years, but I think I've got him beating gray hair. <laughs> so please don't start doing that five o'clock shadow thing that he does. Oh no, no, this it's, is yeah. this is about all that I'll do, <laughs> which is weird. Um, you don't are your eyes okay? No. Okay, contact. I'm assuming then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, here's what I know: you don't have to do. You don't have to shave your face. No, <laughs> I, I, I was waiting for you to be like, no, I definitely don't have to shave. <laughs> um, but you know, so it's now everything's clear. Now everything's blurry. Like I didn't realize how bad my eyes were until, you know, corrective lenses or whatever, but I still have to shave without glasses on. Cause I don't want to get shaving cream and whatnot on here. So, you know, the, the new challenges that arise as you get older. So um, do you, are these new glasses? Brian, you just, Got them on Saturday. First oh my ever goodness. glasses. So. And yeah. how are you adjusting to them? Is it a whole new world? It is uh, quite honestly, like I said, I didn't know how bad my eyes were until the glasses uh -huh. fixed it. And today, uh, you know, Fred said the $7 Walmart readers. Today I spent $14.99 and got me some of those cool, like sunglass, you know, covers clip that clip on. on. Glasses. So I can now see <laughs> while I drive, which is important apparently. It is. Yeah. So, uh, Justin says, don't make assumptions. I guess this is when I was talking about you shaving your face. Um, <laughs> it is nice and smooth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh is here is getting his hairs did. Um, don't know what that means. Is that like, this is a, I don't know. Haircut? Yeah. Um, but I don't know if you've ever heard this. Like, oh, did you get a haircut? And this is a classic dad response. Is, no, I got them all cut. My ears. I got them all cut? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Or I got my ears lowered. Got your ears lowered. <laughs> we have we have taken this to a very <laughs> off track uh, place. But that's okay. Uh, we're all here for it. So, uh, men's basketball team. We're trying to get trying to keep on on task here. It's difficult. Uh, they are. I don't want to say they're running out of time. They have a lot of winnable games uh, ahead There's of them. I think ten. for sure. Ten. Ten. Ten games left of the season. Mm -hmm. Well, let's take a look, Minnie, at those ten games, shall we? Okay. I know you're excited for that. I am. So, I, and I was I misspoke. Uh, Nebraska lost at Wisconsin and then beat Purdue. Um, when Nebraska lost to Wisconsin, Wisconsin was the 21st ranked team in the country. Now they're oh, number six. Cool. So they have been playing some very good basketball. Yeah. Um, but it's home against Wisconsin. Uh, in They'll be in Champaign on Sunday to face uh, a top 15 Illinois team. Oh, then team. it's uh, at Northwestern, home against Michigan. I think those two are wins. Uh, home against Penn State, I think that's a win. They go to Indiana. Bloomington's a tough place to play, but Nebraska's already got a win over Indiana. It's just, as we talk about kind of ad nauseum here, it's tough to win on the road in the Big Ten. Uh, they're home against Minnesota, and then they wrap up uh, 
at Ohio State, home against Rutgers, and at Michigan in on a March 10th. So uh, a lot of winnable games, but you've got to win. you got to surprise people. And I know Nebraska's done that a little bit this year, mm-hmm. uh, already beating Purdue. If they beat Wisconsin tomorrow night, uh, I think that I think that really locks in their spot in the tournament. Yes, absolutely. Let's let's hope. Um, Scott wants to know where John is. Um, we don't know, and that's not to be like cryptic or, or or sound you know scary more scary than it is. John just said to us earlier today, most likely not going to be there. Seventy percent chance I'm not mm-hmm. going to be there. That's all we know. So, like for the all weather. We, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> honest to God, may be lurking in the comments. He just may not, just pop in. You never know with him. He may he may just be watching us. Just you know, like a performance review. You know, he's like, ah, <laughs> you know. Um, let's see. Uh, so that's that's what we know about John, um, and that's what we know about men's basketball. Okay. Uh, so let's know. talk about. The Husker wrestling, wrestling, also yes. wrestler, wrestling team, uh, number six in the country. They have done some uh, good things. They've done so. some amazing things. Um, okay, so what's interesting is there's this intermat wrestling. It's another like program kind. Of, I, I I think it's you know how he said uh, Dylan said that there's like flow wrestling and there's such and such wrestling. Mm-hmm. Well, intermat wrestling has Nebraska ranked number four for this week. So interesting. I know. And we have a really good chance at making it to the NCAA tournament. Um, Nebraska beat Northwestern last Friday, 39 to three. <laughs> that was, that was a, a whooping. Was, yes. Quite so. And then they turned around and also on the road beat Wisconsin on Sunday, 28 to nine. It really was a, a solid uh, little road trip mm-hmm. for Nebraska. Um, if Dylan were here, he could give us the, the proper ins and outs uh, of everything. Um, but, you know, it's good to see, you know, Silas already at 197 pounds uh, is, I mean, he, he won against Wisconsin. 19 to four, uh, which is, was the second, um, double. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. Second 19 to four technical fall, uh, win of the day for Nebraska after Brock Hardy picked up a win. Um, it looks like on this particular trip, Ridge Lovett did what, what he does. Uh, it looks like they gave, um, Rob, uh, the day off, uh, for that one. So, um, mm-hmm. but, I know the one you want to talk about, which is that heavyweight matchup. Mm-hmm. Nash Hutmacher. <laughs> so let's talk he, about the, uh, uh, the, the yeah. polar bear. That, that's a good one. And there's highlights all over the place of that. Um, he picked up his first dual meet win with 19 points against Wisconsin. And, oh. and, and that's uh, – I'm not the wrestling expert at all. You know, if Dylan or Todd were here, they could talk our ear off. Um, but 19 to 14 in a heavyweight match is pretty unheard of. <laughs> uh, it went back and forth quite a bit. Um, let's see here. So I try to find a little bit more. Uh, it started with a, uh, a 
Wisconsin takedown. Nash got an escape and followed up with the takedown. There was a reverse. I mean, it this thing went back and forth, and it was an escape and a takedown and some riding time all in the last third, you know, right towards the end of the third period that secured that victory for Nash. And and the uh the the people in the know, I I suppose, uh say that uh, he's starting to find his way. You know, he's starting to kind of get yeah. that that mat feel back a little bit. So um also so I I was gonna send this to you, but I forgot. Um it's the <clears throat> Big Ten schedule for wrestling mm-hmm. for the rest of um the season. It looks like so we only have we have Illinois on Sunday, mm-hmm. then we have Michigan, and then we're at PSU PSU. Penn State. Penn State. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yep. Yeah, that's our last game. The the last conference uh duel, and then they go February. to Arizona State uh on the last Sunday of February. And then okay. before you know it, Big Ten championships. Uh, so it, it's I, it's weird that it's it feels like it's a, a short season, but you know the the amount of effort, and it's not like basketball. And I'm not trying to minimize the athleticism of basketball, where um, you know you have you can go out and I've, I've seen some high school teams that'll play, you know, Tuesday. Uh, Friday and Saturday, or mm-hmm. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, something like that. In so basketball. in basketball, uh, yeah. in wrestling, you know, and any former wrestlers who are in the Chatterfields right now, I know Josh is one of them. I mean, Fred used to wrestle. Fr- thank you. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> not quite the probably recovery time of like a, a football, um, but you know, you you need a little recovery time, I think, in wrestling. So. And Fred says I should minimize the athleticism in basketball because they're soft. That yeah, Fred wrestled in high school, that's for sure. <laughs> and Neo says hi, Minnie. Hi, and Neo. I haven't seen that particular uh, Husker Hulk in a number of years, so that's a good avatar there, Neo. Um, I should got to ask him if he knows uh, Agent Smith. Ask him. I, I think I kind of did. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm just wondering if you catch the reference. Neo no. and Agent Smith. The Matrix, Keanu Reeves, 1990. Oh. Neo. That's right, Josh. Uh, the red or the blue pill. That's right. Mm-hmm. Josh uh, said yeah, that there was a time. Uh, do you remember Tunnel Walk of Shame? Me? Yes. <laughs> Are you still talking to Neo? <laughs> no, no, no. No, I don't. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so Tunnel Walk of Shame was a website that a Husker fan ran for a, a number of years. And and Chatterfields, if you remember Tunnel Walk of Shame, uh, but going all the way back to the Bo Pelini era, they would take various images found on Google search, Google image search, and put together these little story comic strips of like Bo Pelini being angry, Bo Pelini yelling oh at Adrian Martinez, not Adrian, I'm sorry, Taylor Martinez. Yeah. And these were, they usually dropped 
like the, a, the day before the game, you know? So, you know, most of the time it was like Friday was like, you know, it, it was like a premier event, you know? And, and, oh, but I know they went through the last few years of the Polini era. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Josh remembers says missed tunnel walk of shame so much. Fred says TWS was great board shorts. Um, uh, <laughs> And and MK says TWS was great, worth revisiting. Uh, okay, so the, is it is it similar to like the Cornhusker memes? It probably began before all the Cornhusker memes. Oh, I'm sure it did. Um, yeah, memes wasn't a thing then. Yeah, well, you know. Um, but <laughs> the at the time, again, the Google image searches. Uh, yeah, Fred says great. Uh, Taylor Martin. The, the joke was that Taylor Martinez. Uh, referred to Bo Pelini as coach dad. <laughs> oh. Um, and, and Josh here with the, the YOLO bombs. Um, and the, what, what was it? Correct me, uh, or help me out here. Chatterfields. There was something about, uh, like, like playing at away games or, you know, something like that. Anyway, uh, it ran through the, the last few years of the Pelini era and the first year or two of the Riley era. And then basically the guy said, Hey, a couple things, a life, has you know gotten more hectic be it work family whatever didn't nobody knows at least i don't know who ran twos and he says secondly we're not good and this isn't really fun <laughs> you know so really um, yeah so he, he kind of stopped doing it a few years back uh maybe he'll come back out of maybe, retirement maybe we could get him to come back out of retirement that would be fun um <laughs> paul dalen here says are we still collecting money for team jack uh, what I know about this is right before the end of the new year, I'm sorry, like, that didn't make any sense. Right before the end of last year, John, uh, I believe on behalf of all of us, you know, took our aggregate donations and then added a very generous amount on top of that. And I believe made a thousand dollar donation to team Jack, uh, to that end. I he we al- haven't re- go ahead, Minnie. He also did a video on it. Um, yes. At the end, of, yeah, that was a great video, very heartwarming. Um, and, and so, Paul, to, to answer your question, I'm gonna say I don't know. Uh, that being said, I still have the list. And look, this is this is epic. This is on only the finest Green Lantern uh, custom Green Lantern notepad here. Uh, so I still have the list of all the donations. So if somebody, if if you want to. I'll write it down and and we'll make sure that those funds go to team Jack. Um, But I know that John, since since John's not here, I say we just, we come up with a date to watch young guns and he's going to have to come and just show up and watch (laughs) it with us. We we need to, we cannot get him to pin down a date. The thing is, it's got to be like on a Friday or Saturday night, in all okay. honesty. Um, what, what better time than the off season? Hold on. I'm, I'm, is it four blowouts? Well, yeah, but that's the question is we're not technically in the off season yet. Like, there's still basketball. So I don't know how, how deep the off season goes. We'll, we'll, we'll have one. We'll definitely have one. Well, okay, so you ha- you have to figure they started um, the football started like conditioning, right? Mm-hmm. And they're gonna we have we have the spring game coming up in April, 
So we have to do it before then. We will definitely do it before the spring game. Okay. I just don't know what. <laughs> I I appreciate your enthusiasm. Trust me, as as the one who well, uh, guilted I, John I into this. I'm excited about it because I'm, you know, I was part of the chat whenever it was like brought up. So that was awesome. We it, have to do it. We will. We will. Um, it's the when, uh, and and the how. But we'll we'll get that figured out. Tell you what, that is what I will I will make that my mission in the next week to figure out how to do this. Okay. And and then you know next week we'll be able to say mark your calendars, clear your schedule, whatever we got to do. Um, Paul said, "Great. What is this basket ball of which you speak?" There's, well, it's uh, some people call it round ball or bouncy ball or um, the the former wrestlers in the chat say. Uh, the the soft sport of the winter time. <laughs> so I don't know. That that's uh, trying to paraphrase what Fred said there in the comments. It can be pretty hardcore. I went to a basketball game last night, and it was a high school game. But these kids play so hard. I I haven't gone to a high school basketball game in a decade, give or take. Well, no, I take it back. My oldest was about two months old, and I went to a game. Uh, at, the, at the high school that I used to broadcast for uh, just, and, and I got a picture cause he's just sleeping right here on my chest the entire game. It's like, Aww. it's like, I can't cheer. It's like, go, go team. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, I don't know what the hell I was going to say. Anyway, uh, before anybody asks yingling again tonight, and I've got a second one here with me because I've been drinking them slower. So I don't think I'm going to get through three, but I'll definitely get through two. Um, so Young Guns will have that nailed down by next week. Okay. That is, that is my promise to the... the All of us. The, the, the one-time Chatterfield and then all the other Chatterfields as well. So. <laughs> well, I'm still part of the Chatterfield. Right. I'm still typing away. <laughs> right. Yeah, but you you got you got a promotion, so... Um, and Josh says that sleeping through a high school basketball game is usually the only correct way. Josh, I made a a little bit of money calling high school basketball games and they would not appreciate me sleeping through them. Even when the team was bad, the team was bad a lot. So, um, all right, well, let's move on. You mentioned today is Matt rules 49th birthday. Uh, and and what he receives for his 49th birthday is some roster openings. Absolutely. He, uh, well, I'm going to start out with a sad one. Ethan Piper is not listed on the spring roster right now. So, I mean, there's talks about him coming back and being, you know, a grad assistant. And hopefully that will be the case. So, with his injuries. It's probably not going to be playing. Yeah, um, yeah, that, that was tough. Um, I when he is. when he arrived in Lincoln, I don't, I don't know if he ever, I don't want to say reached his potential, but um, you know, I think he he came with a little bit more heralding than you know the his, his was what is it uh, um, March and April is like uh, uh, in like a lion out like a lamb or something like that. And I kind of yeah. feel like that was that was his career and that's probably harsher than than i mean it to be but you know 
Well, he did his job, and that's you know that's all we could ask for. Sometimes he did his job. <laughs> <laughs> if if Hoss were here with us tonight, Not he'd say, Greg. "What? I I <laughs> I'm a pretty positive guy, but you also got to realize that at times over the last." three and a half, four years of Ethan Piper's career, the offensive line was not great. Yeah. And it's you, you, I don't feel like, I don't think you can single out anybody. I gotta be like, no, the offensive line was shit. And, and this turning is what, around now. They, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. And last year we saw a lot of improvement, um, you know, from like, even like the, the, the guy in, in, in two places, I'll say one, the coach, Donovan Rayola, who, yes. you know, I, great improvement and is one of the top recruiters in the country, which it helps that his nephew is a five-star that he helped bring. Uh, you know, I'm sure that affects. Um, but when but you then, talk to the recruits, they all say the reason why they want to come to Nebraska is because of their relationship with Donnie. Mm-hmm. Coach Donnie, that's what they say. And and the other area I think that we saw vast improvement was Bryce Benhart, who was a four-star tackle or yeah tackle out of uh, Minnesota. I think John or somebody else on the five hard over the years said that he was the highest ranked offense you know, like lineman out of Minnesota or something like I don't know wow. I don't know the specifics of it, um, and hadn't elevated his game to where it needed to be. But again, great strides in 2023. We can only hope for more, you know, improvement in 2024. So, yes, I do agree. The offensive line is getting better, but that—that's also like saying it started okay, here so, and now it's here. But but here's the thing: we just got officially Mike Mazuka yes. coming to Nebraska. Which I thought that was official already. Is it just because he finally came they, on campus or finally signed? Or? Yeah. So now it's official. He's as We've gone over it before, but let's just do it one more time. He's the Sorry. starting guard. He'll be starting. It's his, He's in his fifth year. He's a senior. Um, he also played at Baylor. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. I feel like somebody's really done a good job with the homework. Well, I was really surprised when I saw that he started off in ba- at Baylor. So that's probably the ties that, you know, brought him to Nebraska. Yeah, because, I mean, that he's a fifth-year senior. Rule might have been the one who recruited him to Baylor. So it's true. There, there's a quick refresher um, on him. Again, solid you know, big body kid. And, and uh, I think you got to appreciate the fact that he brings uh, experience, you know, the offensive line is one of those places you can never, never discount experience. So it's like, you know, um, last year when we got Ben Scott, I felt like that was the best addition to the team that we could have made. And I feel like what you're saying is that, uh, if I'm understanding right, Micah Mascua is the best addition to the team this year. I think it might be. Well, <laughs> you just tricked me. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. that was a trick. I just walked right into that. <laughs> yep, you're welcome. You're Chatterfields. You're welcome. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, but it will be exciting again. 
you you can't you can never have too much veteran presence on the offensive line. So hopefully he comes in, uh, gets gets to work yeah. right away, starts gelling with the guys who he have been there. can't do his job so. without him. So yeah, yeah, he's, we know he's very important. We know Dylan can do his job. So, <laughs> um, okay, and also Kane Williams. You know he was the transfer from Alabama. He um, he's no longer in the spring roster either. I don't so remember I him seeing the field. Like, he he played like eight snaps uh, for Northern Iowa. Didn't no Northern Illinois. Excuse the, me. In the Northern Illinois game. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, I mean, hey, and that was it. So good. He wasn't, you know, a big contributor. Which I think, you know, and this was the the common theme. Chatterfield's what we're doing is we're peeling back the curtain a little bit. Um, but that's the kind of the, the theme that we discussed in the Slack chat room, or at least I didn't discuss, I, I just observed. But you have, you know, transfers coming in from like an Alabama or something like that, or a Georgia or, you know, a, a much more, I say, I guess, competitive team, thinking that they're going to come in and, and start right away, not realizing that, you know, that those have to be earned. You know, and and Kane yeah, Williams never did. So uh, he was listed as 6'2", uh, 215 pounds, a sophomore from Marrera, Louisiana. He was a, a academic All-Big Ten and Nebraska mm-hmm. scholar-athlete on the honor roll in the spring of last year. Uh, played in four games in 2023, appearing against Northern Illinois, Illinois, Northwestern, and Purdue. Um, but, you know, he, he was one season at Alabama – um, and that was his uh, redshirt season. So, oh, he already redshirted. Okay. Well, uh, well, I, I mean, he didn't play. I guess he 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 while utilizing his redshirt season, it says Williams appeared in one game for the Crimson Tide, earning time on special teams in the national okay. championship game against Georgia. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess wish him well. He's one that I wouldn't consider a Husker for life. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, okay, that's right. fair. Thank you. What else you got for us? Or am I still driving okay. the ship? Oh, no, no, no. Before we before we jump off of football, I want to talk to you all about uh, Dier Hill Jr., class of twenty five, running back from my town. He's a. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, He's a four-star running back. This is a 247 sports composite. Four-star running back with a .9612 grade, 5'11", 180 pounds, goes to Altoff Catholic. Um, not that it matters, but Altoff was, I believe, the first bishop of the – anyway. Um, has uh, offers from Arkansas, Arkansas State, Illinois, Kansas, Memphis, Michigan, uh, Missouri, Minnesota, Notre Dame, Oregon, West Virginia, and yes, Nebraska. So I found that out um, from one of my old radio contacts. Uh, no, Josh, he's not from Effingham. That's a inside. There's a town in in Illinois called Effingham, which if you ever see a stand-up comedian in Effingham, they're going to call it Buckingham. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Speaking of interesting town names, I just read today. There's it. I don't know a ton about Nebraska, 
because I've only been to Omaha and Lincoln. Well, I've spent some time in Omaha and Lincoln. I'm scared, everybody. I don't know where she's going with this. This is definitely not on the. There's a town called Valentine. Yeah. Nebraska. Yeah. That is so cute. In the, in the largest uh, acreage, I guess, or square mile county in, in the, the state. Aw. So. Apparently, they get all kinds of mail sent there during Valentine season. So that's cute. I have <laughs> driven through there. I have called a high school basketball game or two in Valentine. Uh, I am trying to think what anybody, anybody from Lincoln or Lincoln from Nebraska be able to help me. I'm trying to think what the Valentine, like what their team mascot is. Um, don't look at the comments, by the way. Just don't do it. I told you not to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told you not to. Um, I, I, I got to find out. Nobody in the chat is helping me. Sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> Valentine, Nebraska High School, home of the home of the. This is the worst Google search. Badgers. I thought it was the Badgers. No. Yeah. That's how no. we started off saying how yeah. much we hate the Badgers. And not only that, but but their badger is stolen straight from the Wisconsin badger with a V on the sweater instead of a W. They Scott says the Valentine, one of his old stopping grounds, many party times. Um, Highlander Gun says my uh, his dog was born on Valentine's Day. Aww. Aww. He must be a sweetheart. Did you name him Valentine? Better not have. Don't do it. Don't do it, Highlander. Um, Fred says Valentine is who we beat for a state championship in wrestling. There we go. That's what we liked. Now, I heard this. I don't know the validity of it, but it's the internet, and we're allowed to at least pass off or pawn off hearsay as fact. But I heard that at one point, Ted Turner, like the uh, media mogul, owned a lot of land like he was the largest independent landowner in uh, nebraska and it was most of it was in valentine or, or um i want to say box butte county somebody help me out with that i don't remember mm. um i i have other heard other reports that he had ranch land in montana so i don't know what to believe anymore the internet's a weird place it is so I, I like how this is. This is just the. <laughs> well, should should we move on to to other news, other um, topics, the best topics besides football, obviously. Best topics. I don't know what the best topics are. Um, it's, it's it's the like National Enquirer of the Big Ten. Oh no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I, I do want to finish talking about the uh, Dear Hill. Oh, um, okay, Dear Hill. He's the uh, number three uh, ranked. Uh, let's see, as far as his player ratings, I mentioned he's he's got a, a two four seven. He's a four star or ninety two or whatever it is. Uh, he's the hundred fifth best uh, player, I suppose, in the count in the country, and the fifth best running back and the third best athlete or, or, or football player in Illinois. So, um, wow. And all I know is that uh, uh, what I was saying was. Um, my old radio buddy who still does radio, he said, Hey, congratulations to this kid who used to live in that area um, for his official visit to Oregon or whatever. So he looks fine in, in 
duck green, but I think it looked pretty good in scarlet and cream. So, well, you know, if you want him to be a husker, what you ought to do is go and watch him play. That's next that's what season. It's ex exactly what I said I, uh, to my buddy on, on his post. I said, should I start going to some Altoff games and some Husker gear? And he's like, yeah, couldn't hurt. So well, it wouldn't hurt a thing. You might even volunteer to move the chains. I, mm, <laughs> I, I draw the line at volunteering for anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, MK says, since you were brought up Husker for life, Greg, what's your thoughts on volleyball transfers three in conference? Mm. Um, oh, so, oh, since I brought up, not because I was brought up. They're dead to me. <laughs> they are a little bit dead to us. Yes, oh, I agree. My thing is, no, look, I understand the, the economics of it with nil and everything else, but how do you get so close? How do you make it to the national championship game and lose completely? It wasn't that close, but you know, it was this close yeah. and then just walk away from that. Like you're right there. You're, you're knocking on the door of a championship and you're just going to, I don't want to say throw it all away, but you're essentially throwing it all away for, for greener pastures. Um, and I know it was announced. I don't know if it was since we last got together or maybe just before the alley baiting horse is going to USC. Like that feels like a slap in the face, you know? And, and I just, I think this is what pisses me off about the transfer portal is we as fans, we, um, you know, we're obviously a very passionate fan base. That's why we have, you know, people watching us live on a Wednesday night when they could be doing literally anything else. <laughs> um, and, and I could be doing anything else. Like I could be asleep right now. I'm, I'm not, I, I wouldn't be, but we're a very passionate fan base. Um, and, so, but we do be, become a little bit attached to, you know, our, our Huskers. So when they leave, I'm writing them off. They're dead to me. Don't want to hear their names. We have, we have our little, little Husker will. Nope. I'm not leaving anything to that one <laughs> That's anymore. Right. That's right. <laughs> um, you know, they, they can, the, the rest of them can fight over the five bucks that I'll have left when I die. Um, but that one, they're out. So <laughs> what are your thoughts on, on you? You made, I mean, you make great points. Yes. I'm not going to lie. I, but I kind of. Thank you, Melissa. <laughs> yeah, actually you do. There's certain Huskers, though, that, you know, like I said before, have been forced out that kind of still are Huskers in my book. Well, that's kind of what Josh says, too. Josh says uh, because they get told, you know, they being the player, being the, the Allie Baton horse or whomever, hey, hey, we're bringing in somebody else out and we don't have a spot for you. Yeah. But... How do we know? How do the coaches know? And I'm not, uh, I, I assure you, I am not questioning the genius that is John Cook. But how do we know that the players that are brought in are going to have the same chemistry, that they're going to perform as well? And it's not just volleyball. It's across the board. You know, I, mm, I don't know. 
if you know there there a lot of people were saying, well, if we just had Adrian Martinez that one year, you know, I guess it would have been the Casey Thompson year or whatever. Or if we would have had Casey Thompson instead of the merry-go-round we had, you know, last year. If yep. if 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 I mm, mm-hmm. are we live in a world of ifs. And but if, that's because yeah. they kept coming back and visiting, like they weren't ever gone. <laughs> they love us. I like I like Fred's comment here. Uh, Fred says, "If you go before me, Greg, and your will leave me John's disdain, that's one thing we know is immortal." <laughs> I'm I'm I feel like I'm I since John's not here, I get to be the one who's irrational. And, and Minnie <laughs> is our, our level headed, like she's, she's our baseline. She's very. Oh, that's kind of scary. <laughs> and I'm, this is me. Cause in a few minutes, I'm going to get very sad. Then I'm just going to talk like this and I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that because okay. we're going to talk about something else. All right. Um, did we, so we've wrapped up men's basketball, wrestling, football, mm-hmm. Uh, Dier Hill, who I was trying to find some stats on. That, that's almost, I guess, impossible unless you pay for something. Uh, ran an 11 meter dash as a freshman, rushed for 1,120 yards and 24 touchdowns as a freshman. So that's old, wow. but I, you know, I digress. So I'll try to uh, include a video, of, uh, like his huddle video on the, the post. So if you want to see oh, fun. nine minutes of somebody you've never heard of, I'm your man. That you're going to start stalking for us. I, You know what? That's what Fred says. That's what Fred wants me to do. Uh, Fred says, yeah, Greg, stalk the kid till he comes to Nebraska. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's our game plan. <laughs> that's and how we get him. He, he'll never know it's me. So, um, all right. So, talk to me about oh. this next. Oh, ta- ta- this take me. Where are we going? So good. So, okay. Michigan, no surprise. Got this wireless speaker, Fred. Walks <laughs> in there and trying to get him here. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what. I apologize. This is this is me That's and Fred okay. and Minnie. I apologize to you. It's not fair. But I wouldn't even know what song to play to a high school, almost senior, to get his attention. This is going so weird uh, to be like, come out and talk to me because I have a proposition. I don't know. It's weird. I apologize. All right. This is <laughs> okay. in case, like, don't, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe Nebraska's fight song. Uh, oh, what about the Killigans? For Nebraska and the Scarlet, for Nebraska and the Cream. Josh says serious, stupid. Thanks. You didn't have to call me stupid. I thought we were friends. The last time I sent you barbecue sauce. So, yeah, there we go. Come on, running boys. All right. Anyway, focus, okay. focus, Greg, focus. All right. Good one. Take no, us. actually, it would be a lot better to send um, a bit like one of the marching band members with you. <laughs> You know, I could take Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee was in the marketing band all those years ago. 
Um, Melissa says no stocking. The, the, the kid will run. I mean, he's a running back, so we do want that to happen. Um, <laughs> and, and Fred says, Greg, don't do it. Uh, you'll get swooped by the Northwestern seniors. That's yeah. We don't want that to happen. I, I can't be involved in any more hazing incidents. All right. Tell me again, right. tell me again how big he is. Uh, he, I mean, it doesn't oh. matter. I'm bigger than he is, but he's faster than me. Five eleven, one eighty. Okay. I will find more stats. I must know these things. Need them. We need them now. Oh, now? Okay. Well, yeah. We spent like 10 minutes talking about them. Now we're, right. you got us hooked. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> Continue. Okay. So um, moving on to Michigan's head coach hire. Okay. You so apparently that. there's a law in Michigan that says you cannot hire a head coach for like a certain number of days. Once the vacancy is there, yeah, it's like 30 days, but they did it anyways. Breaking rules again. Um, they hired Sharon Moore. He's been with Michigan for six years. Um, what's interesting is that he was also suspended for the first game last season. That's awesome. For recruiting violations. <laughs> Of course he was. Seriously. Of course he was. Do you think they're going to have more problems? They might. All right. De'Aire Hill Jr., 162 and a half yards per game rushing last year. Also had three interceptions. Say that again. Yeah. Had De'Aire Hill Jr. for Altoff, uh, the Crusaders. Uh, had 162, averaged 162 and a half yards per game on the ground last year. Wow. Also uh, averaged 14.8 receiving yards per game, but I don't know how many, you know, uh, had three interceptions on the defensive side of the ball. Oh my gosh. Um, and threw one touchdown pass. So this kid can do it all 25 rushing touchdowns. Oh my gosh. Wow. So, so I'm just Those saying. are pretty good stats. All right. <laughs> Enough about Deer Hill Jr. May he uh, be a Husker one day. Yes. I'll pray You'll for be it. Praying for that. <laughs> it's right by my church, so I'll be praying for it. So. Mm -hmm. All right, carry on. Okay. So yeah, <gasps> he got what? Brett Baker. <laughs> We're not worthy. Who's Brett Baker? Okay, Brett Baker is a legend. Um, I record. I, I used to podcast with Brett. Brett helped me out every bit of 13, 14 years ago uh, over at HuskerLocker.com, which is now a defunct site. Uh, and Brett uh, is a is a proud uh, military Air Force veteran, and oh, he thank you for uh, your service. Amen. And he, for a number of years, was a producer at 10, I believe 1011, although I'm probably going to get that wrong. Uh, he is a speech coach at Malcolm High School, and he probably, his claim to fame, 2011, yes, uh, his claim to fame is uh, he had uh, uh, an impromptu song uh, by a very famous actor in a very prominent internet place. So the, the YouTube series hot ones, which is, you know, like it's, it's a guy, he, he's actually a big 10 football fan. He went to uh, Illinois 
and he created the show where he uses hot hot sauce, you know, wings to as a as a way to break down barriers when he's interviewing celebrities. And in one of the early uh, seasons or episodes, he was talking with uh, actor comedian Russell Brand, and and Brand asked the question like, "Is there like a a ranking or anything like that?" And so Sean Evans, who's the host, this is Brett. I apologize. I know way too much about your life, <laughs> but but you been um, talking to him? Yes, Brett and I, I, I have, I, we have stalked. Let's just put it. <laughs> um, but uh, so Russell asks, is like there to have a ranking and Sean Evans, who's the host says, there's actually this guy out in Lincoln, Nebraska, who's a, a TV producer by the name of Brett Baker, who does these hot ones rankings every week based on, on, you know, how the celebrities do with the hot sauce and on the fly, Russell Brand creates this song serenading Brett Baker. It is tremendous. Many, I'll send you the link when oh we're done gosh. here. Uh, and then, so he became an internet sensation and actually got flown out to New York and interviewed Sean. Uh, so he's been on Hot Ones himself and it's, Brett's the man. And he actually brought me this sweatshirt to the uh, Nebraska-Illinois game in oh. Champaign in 2015, uh, where I met him officially and his daughter. Brett's the man. I'm out of wow. breath. This is the most excited I've been for a long time. Not, I just, that might be overstating it, but Aaron says, Greg professes his undying love for Brett. It's true. Love. I've never seen the side of you. <laughs> I'm just so glad I have glasses to take off to make it more dramatic when I wipe my eyes. <laughs> uh, do me a favor and yes. just highlight, click on the, the Fred Sacco comment right before that one. Fred set our hot ones. Is that Todd's hot babes calendar caboose <laughs> calendar or our former head coach's black book? <laughs> oh man. I said oh, on Monday break. night when I was in the chat, I said, we needed to have a show titled the best of Fred Sacco comments. <laughs> Just have them ro rolling all, all during the show. <laughs> uh, Fred says, don't stand up, Greg. You may look like you're climbing a rope in Japan. <laughs> Oh, this is Brett. Thank you so much for uh, gracing us with your with your presence. Um, what the hell were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, Michigan. Uh, that's right, because because Brett uh, popped in. See, I remember. Oh, yeah, this. I don't Michigan. Uh, Michigan coach is going to Michigan, so uh, yeah. their new head coach already has a history of uh, violations. The yeah. university broke a state law by hiring him prior to a thirty day, um, you know, window, or or I should say within that 30 day window where it's a state law. Well, no, no, no. Scott pointed out in the chat that it was a seven day, seven day rule, but they got a waiver. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess if you have enough Michigan fans in the state legislature, you can probably do anything. Yeah. You can get waivers for anything. <laughs> And here's the thing. Husker P says NCAA sanctions will be coming to Michigan soon. And I don't disagree. I think that's part of the reason uh, why Jim Harbaugh got out of Dodge. Like he did the Pete Carroll because Pete Carroll knew the writing was on the wall after the Reggie Bush um, uh, recruiting or, or Im improper benefits uh, scandal. So you know, it, it took four years for the NCAA to, to enforce those sanctions. Four years. Yeah. So I just wonder how long it's going to take them to catch up with Michigan. 
hopefully not that long. I mean, it, it's I think it's a little more damning when Harbaugh took that Connor Scallions or Stallions or, or whatever to the Chargers with him as like the director of advanced scouting or something. Like it's a little. He a has. Little I mean, that guy has a lot of cojones. <laughs> um, That's for sure. So his contract is a five-year contract, and it's twenty-seven and a half million. Just a which, measly. I mean, that's that's fine. You know, I don't because I know that's as long as he keeps winning. But I don't well, see that happening with Harbaugh taking. You know, he took uh, the strength and conditioning coach. He took another assistant. So who knows how many more are going to follow? It's just a, a such a weird time in college football when they're you know it used to be and again I'm, I'm probably talking about you know a bygone era or, or an era that was before I was born but used to commit to the school not the coach you know um, but I understand that you know in the modern era if, if the coach who brought you in leaves and you're wondering if there's going to be a spot for you you get to go and see if there's uh, greener pastures out there. I don't know. Um, you know, the grass is greener where you water it and fertilize it, I guess. And we all know that there's plenty of fertilizer in Ann Arbor. So, uh, I like Fred's comment here. The NCAA will do its uh, usual makeup call, popcorn fart sanctions that mean nothing. NCAA is as ineffective as our former head coach. Oh, no. um, yeah. Notice I just, yeah. I didn't. It all go. needs to be revamped. So, um, but Fred also says that this Brett guy sounds cool. How the hell did Greg earn his favorite? Brett must be all right. Yes. Um, yeah. So, uh, all right. So that is one coaching one edition. Uh, one little tick. Co- I, I guess decision that was made within the conference. And the other one. The other one was the coaching hire at Iowa. The offensive coordinator, Tim Lester. He was the quarterback coach at Purdue and Syracuse and also offensive coordinator. Like he shared, it was a co-duty at Syracuse. I was wondering, hmm, could it have been the same time that Tony White was there? Because he was the defensive coordinator, remember? That's right. And it, but it was not. It was not. No, it was. They um, just missed each other like ships in the night. Right. Uh, yeah, because he So Lester was at Syracuse uh, from 13 to 15, serving mm-hmm. as a quarterback's coach, recruiting coordinator, and offensive coordinator in his, in his second year there. Was the QB coach uh, at Purdue in 2016, which I think would have been under uh, – Brom uh, was the head coach of Western Michigan and spent the last year as a senior analysis with the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you look, I'm not, I'm going to say this as, as politely as I can, because I don't know him. Um, but I feel like when you look at his resume, there's nothing that really pops. Yeah. And you don't have to be polite. This is Iowa. Okay? I know, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I just, it, we don't, it, we don't do polite with Iowa. That's true, but if if Iowa fans were hoping for a splash, you know, like a splash hire, I, I don't they they got a, you know, fart in church, 
is what it is. You know, there's, there's nothing there. Yeah. There's nothing. There's no, however, however, <clears throat> what I thought was interesting is Kirk Ferentz said, and I quote, this is my favorite thing. I believe his ex expertise and personality make him a perfect fit for this position. And I just laughed out loud when I read that because <clears throat> Kirk Ferentz is talking about personalities. <laughs> you, you mean the guy is as blind as a box of rocks? Um, <laughs> I was just like, ooh. Huh. I wonder what his personality is like for it to be a perfect fit. But we we got some great uh, comments here about about the reaction, especially you know from from you know our point of view, and then in Iowa fans. So Scott Schrader says they got a big old milk dud. Uh, Josh says Iowa fans are pissed that it's hilarious because they wanted Paul Christ bad. Uh, Aaron says they got a splash like a turd in the punch bowl. <laughs> uh, Fred Sacco says Tim Lester's resume is as exciting as an Iowa football player's idea of foreplay. Quote, hey, sis, you awake? End quote. <laughs> and you know what? I I did read that ahead of time, and I still oh. highlight it because that's great. Uh, <laughs> um, so it, it's, you know, it, it's the typical – There's I, I don't think that anything's going to change. I'm, or at least I'd be very surprised if anything changed. Uh, I'd have to go and, and do a deep dive on, you know, like so, how did, how did, I mean, he, he did, how okay. did, how did Syracuse do when, when they he was, okay. they had like a top 40 offense. So they, they did okay with him. Um, but here's the thing. Iowa thinks that they're, they're actually getting something really great because did I just say, here's the thing. You did. Is that, a, is that a problem? That is what John says. Yeah, well, yeah. No, he really says it a lot. I know. Drop but here's the on. thing. That's yeah. okay. <laughs> okay. But he, okay. So, his contract runs through June of 2026. He has a base of 1.1 million with an increase in February of 2025 to 1.3. Guess how much they paid Brian for rents for the do same you, job. Do you want me to guess or do you want me to look at the notes and you can but just tell me? Cheat. <laughs> uh, I, go ahead and tell me because I cheated. 850000 What an increase. I mean, I'm thinking maybe they're priming him to take over as head coach. I mm, I don't know. Maybe. Um, but we have, and I want to, I want to circle back to that. I do, but Highlander gun says many that you're becoming John <laughs> and, uh, also Fred says that he's turned me into a monster just like him. And it only took two years. Um, and Fred also says, uh Oh, if Minnie's on next week in a robe screaming gibberish, it means she's been assimilated into the John Borg. <laughs> So, oh gosh, That's I don't know. I, I don't know how much of that is possible. Um, <laughs> I, I do think it's funny that the guy that they hired to replace Kirk's son is making a fairly decent more amount of money than Kirk's son. Yeah, that's really interesting. Also shows that nepotism was never real in in Iowa. 
Because if, if nepotism was real, you'd hire this guy the same that you were paying the last guy, right? Well, the thought is that you hired somebody better, I think. I, I couldn't hire anybody worse. <laughs> See, I can zing Iowa. <laughs> Great one from Colt Bundy here says, good to see that Iowa's football future is looking more and more bleak. <laughs> we'll take that all day long. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm i going to look into, you know, like what Purdue did, what Syracuse did, um, and just see, you know, that year that he was at mm-hmm. Purdue, 2016, yeah, Purdue was abysmal. They won three games. Well, he got fired. He got fired from Western Michigan because they, his overall record was like 32, 37, something like that. It It's not a good, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's not the best. Again, it, it, it wasn't a splash, you know. Um, we beat Purdue in 2016, we beat them 27 to 14. For context, in 2016, at the time of that game, we were number eight. We were ranked eighth. We were a top 10 team a mere eight years ago. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Yeah. It's true. So, but basically, I'm, since I've been a fan, little. Hey, when I was a fan, not when I I started being a fan, we were going to bowl games almost Mm -hmm. regularly. Yes. And then and you heard all the wait, no, no, no. And this is how this is how it happened. You you become a fan, you're like, okay, this is wonderful. Like this team is pretty great. And you hear all these wonderful stories about, you know, the nineties and just everything that took place. And you're like, yes, this is my team. Right. And you keep waiting. And waiting. <laughs> I I didn't have that much. Uh, I, I wasn't at that level of success. Um, let's see here. Where? So I came on. Let's see. No, that's not the I just went full on honest to God year over year records. Um, but again, when I. 06 is when I came, you know, properly came on board. And in 06, you got to scroll down. We have a lot of years of, of, uh, Husker football in 06, we went nine and five, uh, six and two in the conference. We were first in the in the uh, uh, Big 12 North. The very next year, we went five and seven, and then we had one, two, three, seven straight nine plus win seasons in the Bo Pelini era. Then we had the Mike Riley era, then we had the Scott Frost era, and now we're on our way back. So, yeah. I've had some good times. I've had some bad times. So uh, let's see here. Mozilla says, seems to me, uh, sounded like no one wanted to come to Iowa. We don't, would you? you (laughs) I don't even like driving through Iowa. So um, Justin agrees. I don't know if he agrees with me or Mozilla or whomever, but he just agrees and that's fine. Um, Let's see. Fred says the higher Iowa got was the best they could get. That gig offensive coordinator at Iowa is a dog. Um, Aaron says, hear stories about the 90s. How young are you people? 
Uh, well, I just wasn't a fan then. I didn't know I would be like a diehard fan. You didn't know. I it remember would like hearing about it on the news. It's not that I wasn't alive. So it and now, and maybe this is a, a better topic for for an, another time or you know next week off season or deeper off season I guess, but it's. I think the, the pain really begins when we start identifying like, they were like, Oh no. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a rest. like, it's, it's a part of our identity, you know? Um, yeah, that's true. I, I don't have, do you have any tattoos? I have uh, two tattoos. Do you but mind sharing what they are? They are not Nebraska related. Okay. Um, although I had, plans for a Nebraska uh, tattoo that went unrealized, I suppose. I I told myself this was, gosh, I don't know how many years back. I told myself, like, if I hit this goal, I'm going to reward myself with a tattoo. And then I hit that goal, and I said, mm, you know what? I could use that money for something else. You know, so that, that was more of a uh, let's not just, you know, throw money against our arm type of situation, so. If I ever got a tattoo, I would definitely get a Nebraska tattoo. Aaron says, Greg, please don't show us your tramp stamp. Um, it's a front tramp stamp, sir. And <laughs> I can't show you legally on the internet. Um, but if you make an appointment to come to my house. No, I'm just kidding. It's, I don't have a front tramp stamp. I don't even know what that means. Um, <laughs> it sounds really bad. <laughs> Uh, Melissa, <laughs> Melissa said, uh, Melissa has been a fan since 83. Wow. Uh, Fred says that my tramp stamp is John scowling face. Um, I admire, I admire people who are, have been fans for decades. I think it's really awesome. Like I, I just, when I go to games, I want to sit by those people. Just tell me everything, you know? Um, <laughs> uh, so Fred says, I bet Minnie has a tattoo. The first name starts with a D and the last name with an R. Oh. <laughs> Don't ask where, Fred. <laughs> uh, Melissa has two Nebraska tattoos. Um, okay. So, that That's my girl right there. And Husker P uh, is putting his uh, stamp, so to speak, his mark on, you know, 1972. Um, Josh says, I've been working on a tattoo for years. That has uh, is supposed to be Wistrom. He does correct that in the, in the next comment. Wistrom throwing the bones and in the deed, the glory on it. So my tattoo idea was going to be um, like that that stone, you know, that's on the entrances in the deed, the glory, and it was going to be kind of like right here, um, which doesn't great tell you much, but it was going to be like the fifty is going to have that block end with the the um, alternating green, you know, for every every stretch of five yards and it was just gonna say in the deed the glory on it um but again you know that went unrealized because i'm like yeah that's a few hundred bucks that i could put elsewhere so sounds like a cool tattoo i, I would have thought so um yeah fred fred was at the 97 miracle in missouri and the 99 big 12 championship game where we beat texas almost got escorted out of that one he says Ooh. so um like a fun one this is a fun this is a fun conversation um we all right, I'm going to ask a question, a favor, if you will, of, of the Nebraska fans out there, whether you're on this live, whether you are uh, 
watching this later, I'm about to sneeze. God bless you. <laughs> and you as well. Uh, or if you're listening to this on, on the podcast, if you have a safe l- located tattoo, like if it's a place where we can put it on the internet and not get kicked off. I, I want to see it and I want to share it with the other viewers. Oh, I love that. I love so that. If you could uh, email them to us or, or you know, um, I'm, I'm just kidding. I kind of want you to send them to, to our regular coordination at gmail.com. I'll have to, I'll do that. It's the easiest one to remember coordination at gmail.com. If you or, have a, what, what it, can you just have them posted on our X page? I could. That'd be a lot easier. I didn't, I didn't think about that. Yeah. If you okay. did that, then we can all see it. Well, I mean, I was going to oh, put you it want in the video. Thing. In the video. We could still do that. Okay. So, yeah, what Minnie said, <laughs> if you're on X and you have a Nebraska tattoo and it is a place that is, it doesn't have to be tasteful, but, you know, like that we can show it on the internet. Which is weird because you can show a lot of things on it, but we can show it on YouTube without getting kicked off. If you have such a Nebraska Cornhusker tattoo. If somebody wants to make sure you want it to be Nebraska tattoo only, right? <laughs> I, I did stress that. Yes. Um, yes. Nebraska Husker mm-hmm. tattoos. Yes. Um, then we would... I'd I love to share it, you know, because again, it's it's a it's putting your fandom in ink on your flesh, and that's that's awesome, you know. Again, it's something that I've thought about doing. It's something that Minnie's probably going to do this off season, um, and it, she's going to put a name on her on you know. I'm tattoo, a wimp. But, I don't think I'm going to be doing that, but if I did, yeah, non-porn location, Aaron. I said it, uh, yeah. What's going to be really surprising is when she does it and it's a name that's not her husband's name. <laughs> we'll have to explain it. Like, no, it's okay. Cause you see how that end it's, it's the Nebraska. end, so it's all, it's all okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Clarifying for the kids in the back. My, my request could be to, again, it's up to you. You, oh, and, somebody, oh, or, yeah, somebody, uh, Scott, I love Scott's comments. He said, many, the brains of five hearts. Thank you. I will take that. What the hell am I then? If she's the brains, what the hell am I? The software? The audio engineer? <laughs> it, 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 wait, hold on. Let me. Am I the I've eyes? I've been promoted. Am, am I the eyes of the of the five heart? <laughs> yes. I can't see anything right With now. Everything's very blurry. This, this is getting to a weird place. Um, yeah, Nebraska tats, non-porn look. I'm the hands. Shit, that could be worse. <laughs> All right. Um, we promised, John, we we're going to keep this to an hour and a half. So you have your marching orders uh, out there. Chatterfields, Corn Nation, Nation. That's slightly redundant. If you have a Nebraska tattoo, we want to see it. So you can post it on X. I'll make sure that John puts out something like, Hey, leave your Nebraska tattoos here or whatever. Or you can email it directly to John. And by the way, if you're going to email it to John, just don't leave a comment. Just 
no context Nebraska tattoos. And that way he can ask me what the hell's going on. Um, but if you're comfortable with, I mean, we want to hear <laughs> the ear of five heart. Um, let's see. Josh says many is the brains and face of five heart. Josh five heart is, I, I, I've been the most consistent. <laughs> Greg is the voice. John is the rage. <sighs> He is right. the rage. <laughs> this is getting out of hand. And apparently that's these hands. So, okay. You, Scott says, I'm running out tomorrow to getting the tattoo. <laughs> I know. I'm just wondering how many people are going to go get a tattoo for this. <laughs> uh, who has a young guns tattoo? Uh and Aaron says, God, I hope someone has a tat of John. If you have a John Johnston tattoo, especially oh. if it if it says there is no hope, God bless you. And I hope you didn't pay much for it because it'd be even better if the quality was low. <laughs> uh, Justin wants to know where do we find the email address? Uh, it's right here. It is corn nation, all one word, at gmail.com. And Josh says, how much to Team Jack for John to get a young gun tattoo? <laughs> I can almost assure you that that will never happen without any amount of money. But we'll ask next week. Um, so anyway, Colt Bundy says, I'm getting a five heart tattoo. That's awesome. Um, and money well spent. <laughs> so... <laughs> I bet Greg has a tattoo of John's butt on his butt of John's butt. That's <laughs> God. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Minnie, do we have anything else? Okay. Just one last thing. Okay. I know I say it every week. Is this about D.A.R. Hill Jr.? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I can't wait to hear more. Okay. Um. So what does it mean to be a Husker? You asked this an hour and 22 minutes into the show. Okay, so from now on, we're going to, because we get so excited about all this other stuff that we leave this to last. <laughs> what does it mean to be a Husker? <laughs> Can I think about that for a week? <laughs> I feel like, the, I feel like there's, a, there's a thesis or, or an essay in there somewhere. You know, like I'm, I'm going to ask my son and be like, I need three paragraphs on what it means to be a Husker, Garrett. And he'll be like, okay, that's a good question. If, if, if you have children, you are a real Husker fan. If your children kind of inherently are fans too. Well, I agree. I, I think if it's something uh, that is passed down generationally, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's often, it's the, the ties that bind us, you know, mm -hmm. um, and how many, how many generations, you know, the, it, it can be a really, the Mike Riley, actually, oh, let's, let's back up. I think prior to Matt Rule, we had maybe 10 years of really, of a really divided fan base. And, and I'm not saying like, you know, brother against brother, you know, things like that, but mm -hmm. I do think that there was a lot of division, a lot of people who, you know, everybody was unhappy, but for different reasons, you know, or 
or thought the solution was, um, you know, different, you know, things that was eloquently put. So I think, you know, it's just the, the coming together that Nebraska athletics can bring. And it doesn't matter what sport, if it's, you know, football, volleyball, men's and women's basketball, baseball, softball, wrestling, when there's that strong commonality, I do think that that is, is the makings of a, a corn husker, you know? Yeah. It's a good, good point. Aaron says a husker is unmitigated loyalty to the team and the state and doing things the Nebraska way. Uh, Fred says what it means to be a Husker stoicism, hard work, loyalty. Mm. Ooh. And Josh, I almost called him John. Josh says it means 40 years of being the best followed by 20 of heartache. <laughs> Not wrong there. Uh, let's see. Never mind me loves you. <laughs> Is that like a is that a burner account for a family member or something like that? Is, is that supposed to be like, love you, mom, or something like that? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I, but no, I don't think so. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I, I want to think about my answer. Um, but I do like your, the, the point you made about <laughs> something being, in a, you know, the, the being passed down generationally. I, absolutely. I, I, I love it. You know, I live just let me just answer my question. No, I am. I, it, it was Highlander Gun got me. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. A sandwich is a sandwich, but a manwich is a meal. So <laughs> that's what I was laughing at. Please continue. I'm, I'm hiding the comments. Sorry, everybody. Okay. Uh, what I was going to say is living in Arizona, you know, I wear like Nebraska shirts. I wear Husker shirts like probably uh, a few times a week. And so I love it when people are, just randomly will be like, go big red. And then it's like, Hey, they know who this is. Like, I don't know if there's very many fan bases where it's just like, you can just wear like a, a shirt and somebody's going to yell out across the parking lot at you. I love that. I live in freaking Arizona. Right. And they do that. And, and, um, you know, similarly, um, I, I go back to, so my, you know, moment like that was, uh, 2014. Uh, it happened to be the weekend of my wife's birthday and, uh, she grew up a Chicago bears fan and had never been to Chicago. The bears were playing at soldier field on her birthday. And so I took her to Chicago for the very first time. And, you know, we got up there Friday night after work left Sunday after the football game, but, Saturday, we just walked around, uh, which, by the way, walking around Chicago at the end of November, not the most fun in the world. <laughs> but we went to Shedd Aquarium uh, the day before her birthday, and that was November 22nd. I know this for a fact now because I'm looking it up online. Uh, and I'm wearing – it wasn't this. It was a different Husker hoodie. Uh, and Nebraska played Minnesota that day, and they lost. Nebraska was 21 in the country at the time. Um they lost 28-24, but I didn't know any of that. And somebody in Shedd Aquarium in Chicago sees me. He's like, hey, go Big Red. I'm like, hey, you too. Uh, and then we talked briefly about what he knew about the game, which was more than what I knew about the game. And, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's though, again, it's, it's 
recognizing our own in the wild, you know? Mm -hmm. It is. It's so awesome. I love it. Let's see. Um, Scott wants some uh, Runza in Texas. If someone can send him some Runza. There was, there was a Corn Nation um, contributor, a writer, who did some recruiting writing for us a few years back who made homemade you know, Runzas or whatever they're called when they're not corporate. And he promised he was going to send them to a lot of us at Corn Nation, and he never did. I've never forgotten. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, Colt says, a blue-collar American that works hard and loves the Cornhuskers with his five hearts. Thanks, Colt. Uh, loving and remembering the good times to sticking through the bad ones. <clears throat> that's a that's a great one. Uh, Justin says, EU bears the NFL's Iowa. Uh, that bears. Fred said, uh, Greg at the aquarium, did Brett Bielema finally jump over that wall to freedom? Great free willy reference, Fred. Uh, no, because uh, if I remember, <laughs> I'd have to double check. I want to say in 2014, Bert was still in Wisconsin in the week prior. Uh, they beat us pretty soundly, uh, 59 to 24. So, um, but hey, we're having success against him at Illinois. So, um, Melissa already sent her tattoos in. I cannot wait to see them. I cannot wait for John to send us messages <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Um, <clears throat> let's see. Fred says there's a sports bar in Arizona that used to fly in Runzas. Oh. Don't know if they still do it. And Aaron says you can still order Runzas to be shipped. I think what uh, Scott is saying is that he wants somebody else to send them. He doesn't want to pay for them himself. So, <laughs> which I get. Um, let's see. Colt says I'm a lifelong cheese fan for almost 25 years, but I don't say it out loud because everyone That's called me bandwagon. That's so. the worst when you've suffered along with your team and then all of a sudden everybody jumps on the bandwagon and that's going to happen. Just watch. But we all know who was here. When yeah. we were here, <laughs> we were, here. we were here. John was here. The Chatterfields were here mm -hmm. and um, now it's time to go. And I only say that because John's going to yell at us for going over time. Yes. Okay. So um, for those of you who aren't aware, John put out a very soft mandate. Don't start, Fred. Um, that said, he wants these shows to be 90 minutes. So we're at 90 minutes and 40 seconds. So okay. uh, good job. Thank you. With all that being said, Minnie, anything else? Go big red. You're jumping the gun. Well, I thought they were like final. I, we are, but I thought they were like final words. I already, our, no, I already added all my okay. extra stuff. Thank you. Okay. Next week, uh, have your Super Bowl predictions ready because we'll have some fun with that. Um, and hopefully John will be here as well. But go uh, watch men's basketball tomorrow. Make sure you support them yes. against Wisconsin. And I think that's all. So uh, for my good friend, and most recent addition here to the Five Heart Podcast, Mini Hunt, Greg Mahachko. This is the Five Heart Podcast, where we remind you each and every week that Five Heart is all the heart you need. Now, Mini. Go Big Red. <laughs> that's, that's how we end the show. <laughs>